This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, welcome to another episode of the Seawee Spotlight. This week, we are talking about OpFob, and we have JR and Ben Kennedy Great chat guys. about their mission and what they're doing here locally in the low country to help veterans. Yeah, they got a pretty awesome spot in the upper country, I believe. I can't remember exactly where it's at. I guess technically, it, yeah, it is, but... yeah. It's they local, have, by and large, for the state, it's yeah. local. <laughs> we can drive there within a couple hours, but yeah, they're pretty, pretty awesome spot, and some of the stuff they're doing for veterans, you know how much we love people that do stuff for veterans, so great conversation with them, and uh, we had a pleasure talking to them. Thanks to Matt for uh, introducing him to us. Yep. So, enjoy. Right. Enjoy. We're live. And we're here with another episode from CME, and today we're joined with Bob Fob. Guys, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Roy Brown Jr. Go by JR. I'm the uh, chairman and CEO of Operation Patriots Fob. Hey, my name is Ben Kennedy. I'm the vice chairman of Operation Patriots Fob. Glad you guys are here. Absolutely. Thanks for having thank, us. And thank you to Graham. Thank you to Ferry Reserve for giving us some rum to taste on. So we we'll get some of that flowing just right. over here. Let's check it out. Have you guys ever had Ferry Reserve rum? No, no, no. I had this nope. before. This, this, this is great. Is, this is a 21 year. It is unbelievably good. Yeah, smells good. Yeah, I'm still sipping on something from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta Hello. take it easy. Yeah. 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 Cheers, Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So, what do you think about CB so far? Oh, it's a blast, man. Big There's crowd, a lot of man. people here. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of dogs. Yeah. It's great. Uh, a lot of families, a lot of dogs, a lot of people. Looks like everybody's having a good time. The weather's beautiful today. Yeah, can't be excited to be here. I couldn't ask for a better day. That's true. It's good to be back after being absent last year. I know. It's you know, sad. the time off, so glad to be back at it. So tell us about everything you guys have going on in the veteran space. Yeah, go for it, dear. Yeah, man. So uh, I guess I'll start back a little bit with my story. Um, joined the Marine Corps right after uh, 9-11. Uh, spent four years active duty, deployed with uh, as a bomb dog handler with uh, First Battalion, Second Marines. Did a pump, uh, came home, ended up hopping on the uh, contract wagon and, and contracting with the Department of State uh, for a couple years. <clears throat> End of 2007, I was injured training at the Crosswords. I ripped my kneecap off and kind of um, 
ended my contracting career. So I'd imagine that does tends to have that effect. <laughs> yeah, it um, I wish I had a, a more glamorous story. When I actually got hurt and I was at the cache, my uh, team leader came in and he's like, so what happened? And I told him, you know, we're doing room clearing drills and my dog tugged me just a little bit too far and we were full kit. So a bunch of weight on my, uh, my kneecap didn't clear the door jam. So oh, I ripped no. it off. He's like, man, you got to come up with a great story. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> I just can't do it. So, uh, but anyways, came home, my girlfriend at the time, but my wife now was living in New York City and uh, moved back to New York City after, as you can imagine, after three years consecutively in Iraq, moving to a city of about 9 million people, didn't feel like I had anything in common with anyone. So I isolated myself in a 600 square foot apartment for the entire year. The only time I really left was for my surgery on my knee and rehab and things like that. Every once in a while, uh, Stephanie would drag me out for brunch or, you know, something. But anyways, as you can imagine, you know, and I'm sure you know, idle mind is the devil's playground. So I, um, you know, started uh, dealing with my PTSD issues, you know, nightmares, uh, anxiety and depression and all kinds of shit. Still losing guys in Iraq and not being there. So you have that, you know, survival's guilt as well. So uh, fast forward a little bit, ended up moving back up to upstate New York, where I'm originally from, uh, Dryden, New York. And um, moved back up there, and my wife kicked my ass and told me to take advantage of the GI Bill. So I ended up going to Syracuse University on the post-9-11 GI Bill. And so many veterans don't take advantage of the post-9-11 GI Bill. It's an amazing thing. One of the great things that the government and the VA has done for our veteran community. I use mine. It really changed my life. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. And, and it's good you can pass it down to your, you know, your kids as well. So yeah. if veterans are out there listening, man, take advantage of that thing. Um, but anyways, while I was there, gained an internship with a congresswoman, Anne Marie Burkle. Um, and I was doing like military liaison type of stuff. And uh, we helped a World War II veteran get some medals that, you know, he never did. Helped a lot of veterans navigate the VA. Um, yeah. But it was just something that struck something in me. Like, I'm over here in the corner, boo-hoo, me and all my problems. Man, there were a lot of other veterans that were just struggling out there. You know, guys missing limbs. You know, I came home with all my limbs. Guys that can't pay their bills and, and gals. And uh, so I took the skill set that the Marine Corps trained me, you know, to do on the working dog side. Yeah. So I started doing service dogs for veterans. Uh, I partnered up with Labs for Liberty, which is based out of uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. And we primarily do uh, service dogs for special operations community. So I started doing that. And then... I lost 21 guys to suicide that I, I served with in Iraq and over the three years, which is more than we lost in combat. And um, unfortunately, in 2019, we lost five guys within a 13-month span. And uh, I just, you know, I broke down to my wife, and I'm like, dude, we got to do something. What can we do? And I loved going out to Utah, whether I was taking veterans out there or I was bringing dogs back and forth. I'd always come back refreshed. We've got 35 acres right up there in the mountains, so we'd go out on side-by-sides. We'd hunt, we'd fish. But at the end of the day, we'd sit around the bonfire having a beer, and I got more therapy out of that than I ever did from any uh, doctor that I've ever sat in that's never been through anything like that we've been through. So we basically wanted to take what they were doing and put it on crack and do something down here in the low country. So that's what we did. So I reached out to Ben. We actually met each other. Our kids were going to preschool together and just hit it off. And he's in real estate, land development. So I knew he was the guy to talk to to try to get some land. Originally, we tried to uh, purchase like 10, 15 acres. We just wanted to build a range for veterans to be able to come out and shoot. And then this plantation fell on our lap and we just, we pulled the trigger and went for it. Uh, so now our main mission is just to, you know, for me, when I came home, it was the camaraderie that I missed the most. Yep. I mean, you eat, sleep, shit, and go to battle with each other. And then all of a sudden you come back home 
and there's nobody, you know, and people yeah. don't understand you. I've lost family relationships. I've lost friendships from, you know, growing up because people just didn't really understand. And I didn't want to tell anybody that I was dealing with PTSD. And that's, you know, fast forward a little bit. That's one of the best things that OpFob selfishly has done for me is now I'm comfortable, you know, talking about PTSD. And, man, it's taken a, a, a load off my chest and my shoulders. Like, I'm not ashamed of it, man. I went yeah. through X, Y, and Z. Uh, and it fucked me up, man. So, uh, I don't know. Can we cuss? Yeah. You're uh, the only there's the best speakers blasting out there. That's the only thing. Okay. But you can. <laughs> we, uh, we can turn it down. We can turn, we'll turn that off. My bad. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. It's off so they can't hear now. Um, so, yeah, man. So, so what our goal is now is to basically build a place for our veterans to come together, our, our combat veterans, but we're open to all veterans, uh, to come out and build that camaraderie so we can lean on each other when times get tough. You know, whether we're talking about things that we dealt with, Iraq, Afghanistan, we have a lot of Vietnam veterans that come out our way. Um, or we're just talking about life problems. Everybody deals with shit, whether you're a veteran yeah. or, or just people, man. I mean, just life is, is, is hard. And it's not the, the issues that define you. It's how you react to those yeah. issues is what defines you as a person. Yeah. So we're trying to provide a place for our combat veterans to come back together and uh, have a good time, build that camaraderie and those relationships. So when a dude's struggling in the middle of the night, has a nightmare or something like that, he knows that he can call Joe over here because they were just sitting around the bonfire and discussing the same things and going through the same things. So on our property, we've got a 500-yard rifle range and a pistol range. We've got a five-stand skeet range. We just bought 21 new uh, skeet throwers, so we're putting in a sporting clays course. Awesome. We've got a, a high-fenced-in 20-acre dove field. We've got quail woods. We've got deer, turkey, coyotes, hogs. Him and I, uh, Ben and I, actually lease an additional 2,100 acres right up the road. And we've been doing a lot of hog hunting lately. That's the number one most requested thing that I get from yeah. veterans, man. They want to <laughs> yeah. hop on the side-by-side yeah. with the thermals and the suppressors, and let's go roll around yeah. and find some hogs. We actually had some hog dogs out last week for the first time oh, with fun. a bunch of veterans. Yeah. Man, yeah. especially as a canine guy, man, to see the dogs work. Watching was, that bay dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are uh, it's adrenaline pumping. Those are, those are wild dogs. They, it's not a, it's not a pet. No, that, no, that no, dog no. is working. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one, the bay dog that they brought out, big pit bull, man, he had a hole in the side of him like that from the weekend before. Mm-hmm. One of the <laughs> touch got in there and just shut. Oh yeah, so crazy. This oh, yeah. one it looked like they just burned the damn thing. They just cleaned them up. Just cleaned it up. Yeah, yeah. good man. And, and that dog would even with that wound. Oh yeah, man. There's nothing else he wants to do. No, no, no. He's like, yeah, show me the hog. So they wear, make him wear the. Oh yeah, they got the collars. Yeah, the whole like Kevlar vest and everything. And that was my first experience, and a lot of our veterans. And then we were doing, you know, we weren't shooting them we were actually coming up and, and stabbing them yeah. and uh dude the veterans just love that man yeah. it was cool to just sit there and watch them you know yeah. put, put a smile on their face yeah, yeah. some people that say you know, the term hard men like it's sometimes it's hard to entertain hard men yeah. and uh the hog hunt definitely will it'll get you to uh not quite the point that you may have experienced it in combat but it'll get you some of that adrenaline pumping and kind of get you back in that feeling it and, and being yeah. around people like yeah. you said the camaraderie and all the fellowship and growing and there's healing in nature and exposure therapy is a real thing talking about something over and over and over again so you're comfortable with it and it's it's one big thing about the campfire and sitting around and being able to do that with other people that are like-minded it's it's super uh, important that's an, that's super important that you said that because that's something that we really strive for is allowing our veterans to come out at no cost they don't have to pay a dime yeah they get treated well they get to come out and enjoy what we have at no cost they've already served right yeah. they don't need to give anything else so that our job is to make sure they have a free place to come to enjoy the outdoors with no burden and not having to worry about watching their six. Yep. Uh, although I didn't serve, this is my opportunity to serve. My whole family served. Uh, they were all veterans in law enforcement. 
and some of them are both, veteran and law enforcement. So for me, it's it's great to give back and giving back to, to just help because I saw all the things that they went through. So it's great to be around a bunch of other veterans and, and see them get some relaxation out on our property. They've been uptight, they've been in combat, they've been deployed, they've been stressed when they get back home. They're trying to you know, go from being deployed by themselves to integrating back into lifestyle with family and children and society, and it's not easy. And uh, so we give them a place to come, let them outdoors, and feel like they got some freedom, like they had before. Sure. And yeah. let them bring their families, let them bring their dogs. Oh, so we're great. a very family-friendly, dog-friendly uh, environment that they can come out and really enjoy themselves. And we want them to relax. And we've seen a lot of great results coming out of this. Uh, and we're seeing so many good things happen and positive things happen in people's lives. Um, all the way from the veteran themselves to the spouses and the kids. Yeah. And watching kids do things with their parents or their dad or mom that they've never done before, yeah. whether it be you know archery range or fishing in the pond and yeah. catching their first fish. Man, there's nothing like it. I mean, there's nothing like it. So we try to be the Disneyland for veterans. Cool. And that's what we want to accomplish. Yeah. And it's going really well. I'd say, uh, Jay, we probably served uh, this past year probably 85 uh, plus veterans past year oh easily uh, I think we're you know we don't and we don't count our veterans you know if they come out 10 times it still counts as one we don't fluff any of the numbers but I think we're around 500 uh, that might be right in this past yeah. year and a half um, awesome. that have come That's out great. whether they're out there for coffee hour or doing a hunting trip oh, yeah. or spending coffee the hour. night and you're uh, a 501c3 yeah so we're a 509a3 okay. so we started this thing in the middle of covid yeah. um and uh, our tax attorney got a hold of the irs and there's like a two-year backlog yeah, at the time nice, yeah. so with labs for liberty we already had that relationship and he's like hey man if you have an organization that you guys can like piggyback off of so that's basically what we are so 509a3 is a supporting organization for that for, yeah. but we're I still 100 tax yeah. exempt um, every dollar that we raise stays with us. There's really no obligation to Labs for Liberty, uh, but we are currently, um, uh, we had to get our first year behind us with our financials. So I actually just had a meeting this uh, week with our tax attorney. We're filing for our 501c3 because that is jamming us up a little bit with a lot of private foundations. Yeah, it's hard to get all of the donations without, yeah. right. they, it, without descri- you know, explaining it to people yep. that way. Um, and it's in their bylaws that you have to be a 501c3. Yeah. So it was always our goal, but we wanted to get started. Like I said, yeah. in 19, man, we you know, five guys within 13 months. And then... Um, you don't have time to wait. No, we don't have time to wait. We're going to figure out paperwork. Yeah. yeah. We're going to act no matter what. Yep. The nice thing is nobody gets paid on our organization. We're yeah, all volunteer-based. 100% volunteer. 100%. 100% volunteer. Yeah, I've got a board of uh, nine members. Uh, we've got an advisory board with about nine members. And then we have a committee of volunteers between 20 and 30. And everybody is 100% volunteer. And, and as a, long as I run this organization, that's the way it's going to stay. Every penny that we raise goes right back into our veterans. And this is a dead horse that we're going to beat here, but you haven't heard me say it. They, yeah. they have the the veteran, the charities that we like to work with are like that. There's some that we work with that aren't, mm-hmm. but the majority of the 100% volunteer yeah. organizations, those are the ones that you can tell are not in it for anything other than actually yeah. helping people. Yeah, it's and a it's, passion. Yeah. It's a passion. And it's, it's amazing. If we were to ever have one, that's, that's the way. But we volunteer a lot of our time for things like this. Like sure. We would love to come up there and do something with y'all. Do oh, we'd love to have you guys down, man. We can teach a whiskey class and then oh, you yeah. just hang out and do some <laughs> stuff. But yeah, it's, it's awesome that you guys are doing that. Tell everybody where they can find you, too. Yeah, so uh, our website, we have a website up right now. It's just opfob.org. Uh, we're currently rebuilding our website, but we're on social media as well. Facebook's our biggest one. We're on Instagram and a few of the other ones. but YouTube. 
YouTube. Uh, We've got some great videos up on YouTube, yeah. but our website is opfob.org. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best place okay. to check us out and learn about what we're doing and uh, social media for sure. we got a lot of upcoming events too. That's so okay. for things coming up, definitely check our and watch our Facebook page and watch our um, our website. We, uh, we're planning some uh, charity events, one of them being here in Charleston okay. uh, soon. And then we've got a few more charity events sprinkled throughout the year, but then our biggest that we put on is our uh, concert. Uh, so last year we put on a great concert. We had some CMA award-winning country music artists out. Awesome. And uh, last year, the Joe Nichols Joe was Nichols. last year. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Joe Nichols last year, um, Walker, Walker Montgomery, Montgomery, John Jason Michael Montgomery's, Montgomery's yep. boy, and then uh, Jason yeah. Michael Carroll, Ted DiBiase Jr., Ray Mercer. Yeah. Um, so we had some great names out, had a great time. Had uh, close to 900 people uh, for the concert. Nice. This year we expect to double that really? amount and That's double the stage, double the performance. Have plantation. We have it at our property. Yeah, we've got a 5,000 square foot rustic barn that oh, wow. um, we ended up when we moved into the place, or not moved in, but when we uh, bought the place, it was full of tractors and supplies and shit all yeah. over the place. So <laughs> unfortunately, I lost another brother when we started it uh, down in Savannah, Blackwater brother, suicide. We reached out to the surviving family, the spouse, and said we wanted to do something, uh, hold a memorial celebration of life. So we ended up cleaning out the barn. We took all the tractors, all the junk out of there, finished the, the concrete flooring, hung string lights up, uh, have our uh, flags, all of our flags in the back. Added a bar, added out the fireplace. All kinds of different things. Awesome. We were able to raise $10,000 that evening for the surviving family. And we're like, man, we've got a great opportunity here to do a lot more with this arm. So that's where part of the idea yeah. came from uh, to get Joe Nichols and some of our other partners were able to facilitate that for us. And yeah. We've got a contract out on an artist right now. We'll know by the end of the month, but we'll let you guys know uh, when that does happen. It's a good time, man. It's a good time. We have a great time, a lot of fun, a lot of camaraderie shared that whole week. We, we had an entire week filled full of helping veterans do some fun things they've never done. Sure. We had, what, over 10 veteran combat veterans we yeah, brought down 15, and hosted yeah. for a week on property. And they got to do anything from hog hunt, uh, inshore fishing trip. We did a ski uh, tournament. Uh, what else we do, JR? Right. Mudbogging, ATV. Mud yeah, I mean, if you can awesome. imagine it, it was like a, a playground for guys and girls all week. It was yeah. a blast of time. You guys have a, several partners, I'm guessing, that help kind of run all this stuff, or it's just you two? No, so I would say primarily my wife and myself uh, are full-time with the organization, and everybody else, you know, um, puts in when they can. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we that's the biggest thing. And if you could see this property before we did any, started anything, mm -hmm. we've gotten so much accomplished on the property, and it's because of one reason. It's all the volunteers that we have, man, the, the, the people that support us come out every day and bust their ass whether yeah. they're trying to fundraise for us or they're mowing for us or building our range uh and, and everything in between it's the people that we have around us are they so, local yeah, people there they're oh, all yeah. local they're yeah, all yeah. our, our yeah. primary mission right now is the low country so yeah. the governor had us up with um, major general uh, grimsley the va uh, secretary uh, for south carolina and they approximately think that there's uh, 120,000 veterans in the low country alone all right. Wow. So we don't have to go far to start helping no. people. But no, we no, do no, have no. big dreams. We want to have about four or five of these things spread throughout the country within 20 years. The next place we look at, maybe like a Colorado or a Montana, you know, something, you know, heavily outdoor recreational yeah. hunting. And, you know, it's great. Um, so Operation Patriots, Bob, Bob standing for Ford Operating Base. The intent is this is home base, right? So yeah. our property is home base. And we want to spread this throughout the country and help other veterans that aren't in our region. So instead of them having to come all the way out here, 
we can service them where they are. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and the goal is it's a non-clinical approach to therapy, right? Sure. We don't have a therapy session and a counselor sitting there waiting to talk to you. It's just getting outdoors, having fun, connecting with the camaraderie and your, your brothers and sister in arms, and it's just a good time to let loose, relax, and ha- hang around some cool people and like-minded people that have served and that you can share stories with and, and that they relate with. So sure. It's a really good opportunity for us to start spreading this out. And we're getting our home base really up and running really well. And then we plan to plant this in other places around the country. I think Montana is a great idea. Oh, that's Put a great. horse farm. Have oh, you yeah. seen that? Yeah, equine therapy? Yeah, so we're yeah, actually, that's crazy. one of our programs we're considering where we're at. But we'd love to also branch that out. I'm in the equestrian world, love equestrian. It's very therapeutic. And people bond with horses and animals. Oh, yeah. And so whether it be uh, pairing up service dogs on our property, which that's JR's background, and then me with equestrian side, we should be able to help really make a difference in our yeah. veteran community for sure. Absolutely. Do you think the equestrian side is something, the therapy so well, do you think it's something that because the animal is so big, it's it is. way bigger than you and you can connect with it and you feel like you have this connection? Well, with it, it is. And there's a lot of energy in it, and a, a horse replicates your mood and your feeling. Sure. So they feel it yeah. and they'll, they'll mirror what you do. So it teaches you to control your emotions so yep. that you don't make that horse react like you do yeah so once you learn that and you bond with that animal it's super important it's and so important. We, we love this because you, you don't want your family to feel your emotions right. like that either they will. So yeah. right especially kids yeah and, and, a, and a, a spouse you're close with you know yeah. you, they can tell I mean, how many of us if you're, if you're married you walked you walked in and, and oh, yeah. you, you answer have a, a bad day the wife knows immediately and vice versa and yeah. it's uh yeah it's important. well that's what you know to go back to ben's point we're, we're very big on family because one of the spouses might wear the uniform but as you guys know the entire family serves sure. you know so you do 20 years in the military you're moving every three four five years uh deployed you know whatever spouse is staying there they're taking over both roles and they're you know carting kids around and doing everything i mean it's tough on all the family yeah members so we're very big on family and like ben was saying you know we're non-clinical but what we're trying to do is we're building our own little coalition so when we do have a veteran that reaches out that's not in our lane our lane is like let's have fun peel back some layers and see what that veteran actually needs so we have other organizations that we've partnered up with we have a unique uh nonprofit because we have our actual facility where a lot of nonprofits are you know out of their house or they don't have a true um place to be able to operate out of so we let our partners come out to the property and they use it absolutely for free as well but we do that because a we want to be able to vet them but then when i have a veteran if we have a homeless veteran or somebody that has some alcohol issues or some drug i want to be able to call bob over here at operation whatever or this organization to help this veteran for sure uh, so we're kind of built we've got about a uh, half a dozen partnerships right now that's in awesome. our area that cool. um, we're working with that's, that's yep. the reason i ask because it's it's really hard to be able to because there's such a wide range of issues that you can have oh, yeah. in a ptsd world and it's hard to have a specialist for each one on staff so being able to reach out to other people and collaborate it's one of the reasons yeah. i want to introduce you financial stability uh alcohol and drug abuse yeah. Yeah, i mean you know there's so many things that veterans need help with yep. and, and not just veterans but there's so many people that, that need help and we want to be a resource and if it's out of our lane of expertise we're going to try to in- introduce them to somebody that is in their expertise for so, sure we, we want to be that resource. We know we can't serve every one of them, but we want to help as many veterans as we possibly can at, at no cost. That's awesome. And we keep saying veterans a lot, but we actually open the doors up to our law enforcement, first responders, yeah, firefighters, EMTs. I mean, 
they those guys, too. oh yeah. man, yeah. the shit that they go through day in and day out, you know, they need that uh, that yeah. uh, release as well. So we got a great partnership with a lot of local uh, police departments where they've been sending guys and gals out yeah. um, to, to come hang out and do the same thing that we do with the veterans. That's awesome. It's great, man. Yeah. It's really good stuff. I like and we'll it. be doing some other fun events. So we'll be doing law enforcement day on the property, first responders day on the property. So they'll come out and we'll host a day for them, do a cookout, either let them shoot on the range, uh, shoot some sporting clays or come fishing, bring their family. So although the veterans are our primary focus, we will have other days associated with our first uh, responders and law enforcement. That's it. So it's, even though we have a, a focus and a mission, we kind of can get outside of that a little bit and help what's related yeah. to that and, and people that deal with some of the same stresses. Sure. Well, I, I'd imagine you guys probably find a lot of overlap. A lot of people oh, yeah. come back from I was gonna say the same thing. Go into law military enforcement. service and they go into or other first responders because it's just kind of in yeah. there. They want to serve. Yeah, you know, they want to serve their country, they want to serve their community. Yep. You have that servant, servant mentality in it, and it's, you know, you just can't. Yeah, get public rid of service it. is a big thing. And sure. uh, people just, once they get in and it gets ingrained in them, it's hard to get them out of it. And that's good. I mean, we, want, we need those people. Yeah, and we are so underappreciating our first responders, law enforcement, and military. And this is our way to say, hey, we care about you. Yeah. You're not left alone. You're not by yourself. We got you. You know, let us let us be your backbone. Let us give you some energy. Let us, you know, feed life into you. It's really important. Yeah. Awesome, guys. It's a great message. Great organization. Um, yeah. Did we do the where can they find you stuff already? Yeah, we did that earlier. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah we'll cut this part out. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys wanted to run over before we cut? I would say, uh, first of all, thank you guys for having us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, second thing is love to get you guys down to the property. Uh, third thing, if you're a veteran out there, you're fucking struggling, call Battle Buddy. People fucking care out there for you, man. Yeah. Reach out to somebody. Don't make that god-awful final decision that you can't ever come back from. There's ways out, man. There, yep. there are. One thing is, so I, we... I heard somebody say once, it's rough tonight, but tomorrow could be better. Yeah. So just find out. Just find out if tomorrow's yeah. better. You know, just start yeah. with that step and then reach yeah. out and get help. Absolutely. Somebody's always got it worse than we do, man. Uh, you know, somebody's always got it worse than we do. And, and even though we struggle sometimes and people struggle, we want to reach out to those people that are struggling worse than we are and try to help bring them up. Um, one thing I'll say is we, we live off of people that support us. Now, we don't go out asking people for money. Okay, sure. so we're not that kind of organization. We do need money to operate. And the more money we have, the better off we are. So people get turned off by money. So if you're listening to this, our goal is really to spread the word, not to ask for money. Uh, so spread the word about what we're doing and why we're doing it. Whether you're a veteran or whether you're a non-veteran, you're welcome to serve, whether it be volunteerism or whether it be financially. Sure. We'll take any type of contribution you want to make in any form because we want to make this successful. Well, I think you guys have probably figured this out, but the more you do the right thing for the right reasons, the, the good yeah. people and the, the money tends to, as you need it, yeah. tends to find you. So It shows up. Yeah. Yes. We, uh, a lot of times, we don't ever make the ask because we're not really asking anything. We just want to spread the word and most people yeah. turn around and ask us, how can we help? Yeah. And then that's where we get to plug in sure. opportunities for them to be involved. Like, all the way down to the ladies that bring things out and the men that bring things out on Saturdays for coffee hour. They bring food, donuts, and coffee. Sure. Like, that's a service. Yeah. And, and it's something we don't have to worry about. And it's so great because having coffee and breaking bread around the table on Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock, it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, it, it brings great camaraderie. And uh, so we're glad to have the people that do anything from helping like that to 
helping service our range and, you know, just showing up, running errands and, and just helping us out. So we really uh, appreciate all the people that jump on board and, and give back. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah, the lady he's referring to, Barb, she showed up like a year ago and she's like, listen, I don't want, she's retired. I don't have any money I can give you guys, but I love to bake. Can I bake you guys some stuff? So every week she comes out with these platters. Yeah, we're not like losing any weight around the property. Yeah. and cookies and we're <laughs> like, okay, we'll take that, man. That's, That's great. Oh, yeah. Very cool. So. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming on. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, man. Talking to you. Man, Gus, thank you all for having us on. We yeah, really no appreciate problem. it. Yeah, enjoy the weekend, and uh, I look forward to doing some stuff together in the yeah. future. Yeah, I'd love to have yeah. you guys down and thank actually get your eyes. Come out. That's fun. We're all in. Yeah, man. Come down. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you all. Thanks, man.